Cynics on Disney Podcast contains adult language. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Cynics on Disney Podcast, presented by Nightclub33.com. Welcome into this week's episode of the Cynics on Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby, a.k.a. the Disney Cynic. And I'm Amanda, a.k.a. the Anti-Cynic. And today we are going to not really review anything, um, mostly because we, we don't have anything left on our list to, to, to review. But nonetheless, today, the date that we are recording this is Thursday, July 14th, and that is a very apparently special day uh, for a lot of Epcot goers. Um, today is the first day of the Food and Wine Festival. So good for, for them. Okay, now the children should not be cheering for the wine. <laughs> no. I mean, they can cheer for the food I, I, all they want. But... Just saying. <laughs> you know, I guess the parents are over there. They're, they're, they're cheering for, 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 for the wine. Uh, but, Amanda... Can yes. you give us a little bit of a background on food and wine, please? I can. Because I know that we did this last year, sort of. Sort but of, yeah. I feel like it's important that we talk about it again because this is an right. annual thing. So right. go at it. All right. So, yeah, we did do this last year, but I will, for those that, you know, it's kind of a refresher. If you've listened to us, you know, since then, also, if you're new to the show, you get the history again. You know, here's the history. So this year, the uh, you know what? I'll get to the, this year's dates at the at the end of this, um, food and wine actually started back in the eighties, but back in the eighties, it was not held at Epcot. It was held at what was then known as Walt Disney world village, which is today known as Disney Springs. Mm. Um, it was called the Walt Disney world village wine festival. And it was only for one weekend. It was it two days. <laughs> Clearly, Disney underestimated the amount of drinking that uh, they caused. So, and note, so, it was just a wine festival. It was there was like no food. It was just just the wine festival. Just wine. Just wine. Um, in 1996 is when it moved over to Epcot and became the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. So that's kind of 1996 is kind of the start date for what we know as. Epcot food and wine. Um, the first year it was 30 days, one month, September 28th through October 27th. Okay. Okay. And it featured a lot of what we know, um, food booths, the a gourmet food market, cooking demonstrations, seminars, wine sampling, appearances by celebrity chefs. A lot of that is still, you know, for the most part around, um, post COVID, some of this still hasn't made a comeback yet, but most of this is still here. Um, this originated as a way to boost park attendance, um, during the slower season. Cause between summer and Christmas used to be. <laughs> That's right. Season. Folks there used to actually be <laughs> a slow season where there was a time where us locals and other people who didn't have kids and, you know, just normal people could go and and not have to deal with you know the five hour ride uh, wait times for for shit. Uh, right. So so believe it or not, that once existed. Right, and you know this again. It was for one month, September 
to end of September to the end of October, kind of there to kind of boost that park attendance during that slow period. Um, well, the damn thing worked. <laughs> In 1997, so the second year, um, they actually held a benefit gala to help raise money for hunger relief organizations. Just to kind of give you an idea, when we say celebrity chefs, an honored guest at this gala was Julia Child. Um, So they were not joking when they said celebrity chefs. They brought in the celebrity chef. Is she, though? I mean... At this point, I mean, this is 1998, so yeah. Hold up. Uh, hold on. Iron Chef America was taking the world by storm. Yeah, but Julia or Iron Child Chef was taking America by storm. Julia Child set the standard for a lot of things and I th- I mean a lot of people I think would argue that she was really the first like celebrity chef. And I would disagree and say that that honor goes to the Swedish chef. Person. Uh, yeah. You would say that, so. Yep, floomy floomy. <laughs> Um, 1998, we saw the Art of Winemaking debut. This is pretty much where, um, you know, basically you had wine tasting lectures and seminars. Um, 1999, saw some wine exhibits opened up um, around World Showcase Lagoon that were educational wine exhibits. Um, 2002 brought in two of what are the biggest parts of food and wine now. Um, and those are Party for the Senses and the Eat to the Beat concert series. Party for the Senses is a separate ticketed event. Um, it's located in the World Showcase Show, excuse me, the World Show Place Events Pavilion, which is in between the Canada and UK pavilions. Um, this that's is, what that's actually called, that's, World yeah. Show Place. World Show Place Events Pavilion. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, they bring in like these, they bring in all kinds of chefs from all, like from all over Disney, from all over the world. Um, you know, celebrity chefs, you know, whoever they bring in all different kinds of personalities. They bring in entertainers. They have specialty cocktails. They have, you know, all these things are special menus from these featured chefs. Just to give you an idea of some of the chefs that they've had, they had Sean O'Neill, who was part of MasterChef Season 7. They had my favorite, Art Smith. If you've listened to this show, you know that I absolutely love Art Smith. Um, They actually had somebody from your hometown, babe. Who's that? I've never heard of her, but her name is Jennifer Hill Booker, and she is, I guess she runs a place called Your Resident Gourmet in Lilburn. Oh, yeah. So she was actually in the 2018 Party for the Census. She was one of the featured chefs. Okay. So well, there you that's go. creepy. Uh, um. I don't like that at all. <laughs> They've had Robert Irvine. They've had Morimoto, who um, we all know is from Iron Chef. He has Morimoto oh, Asia yes. and Disney Springs. Um, you know, they get a bunch of people. By the way, if you... I, if I may interrupt, I'm sorry. Go ahead. If you don't know who Morimoto is, just think Mr. Miyagi, but for food. <laughs> okay. Just saying. Yeah, okay. That, that's, that's what he is. He doesn't look like Mr. Miyagi because, uh, you know, he actually has like a full head of hair and it's black and luxurious. Sure, and, sure, oh, sure. It's wonderful. But <laughs> no, like just as in terms of a personality and a, and a presence, he is Mr. Miyagi in terms of food. 
Awesome. Um, this, the last thing I could, the last year I could find for anything on Party of the Senses was 2018. I don't know if they did anything in 2019. They obviously didn't do anything in 2020. It has not. Yeah, nobody did anything in 2020. Yeah. Shit. Um, they didn't. It has not been brought back post-pandemic. They don't. I haven't seen any plans for it to be brought back this year either. So Party for the Senses as of now has not been brought back. But Eat to the Beat has. This is probably one of my favorite parts of Food and Wine. It is a nightly concert series. Um, they bring They do three show times um, a night. Um, it's usually a 5.30, a 6.45, and an 8 p.m. Um, Monday or Friday through Monday nights, they do like your big name performers, the ones that are going to really draw crowds. Um, and then Tuesday through Thursday, they uh, have more local um, to Central Florida, local musicians. Um, and this is something that is included with Park Emission, so it's not a separate ticketed event. And it is at the American Gardens um, theater across from the American Adventure Pavilion. Um, just some other things that have been brought into Food and Wine. We've had in 2010 is when the Food and Wine Half Marathon um, debuted. Yeah, um, that's what the people need. After they've had all those calories and butter uh, and all, all that shit. Yeah, that's what they need. So run this half is a actually marathon. I'm, not, I'm not finished with this joke. Okay, no, no, okay, no, no, no. Okay. no are, are they hungover? Yes, absolutely. Are they full up on, on terrible calories? Yes, absolutely. Go run a half marathon. You know the first guy that ran a marathon died? Really? We're, 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 I'm just, so just, just do half? When you're hungover and, and and bloated, that's a great idea. Okay, all right, now continue. Do you know what you get when you cross the finish line at this particular half marathon? A drink. Yeah, they give you beer yeah. <laughs> when you cross the finish line. Um, and, and that's not on. By the way, that's not a Disney exclusive thing. That's that's <laughs> common for a lot of these races and stuff like that to to draw a crowd. I don't think Disney needs to do that. I mean, but, to be fair, when we were living in Atlanta and going to the Peachtree Road Race every year, and by going to the Peachtree Road Race every year, I mean pitching a tent on the side of Peachtree Road and watching everybody else run it while we Oh, drank. yeah, we weren't running. <laughs> we technically ran it once, but that's because uh, I had to like, get across the street to the liquor store. Uh, and then, yeah, and it was closed. And so in order to kind of like get back across the street i decided to, to like run with the crowd for like 30 <laughs> seconds and then my parents saw me drunk uh running by and i'm I, that's when I, I i stopped i mean so, to be fair to be fair like in the middle of the race like people were handing out beer to the runners oh yeah no no, no. Like, i was not the it only was a very common thing right, um right. i just didn't have out. a number that's all you know right I mean, you were not an official runner of the race correct um, but in 2014, this is when the festival starts to expand. We go from 30 days to 53 days. And now we're oh. at like a hundred and something days. I think whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, also, I thought we were at 367. I mean, they're getting there. <laughs> I mean, at the rate we're going. Yeah. We literally, Okay. Just Flower and Garden up. is just the spring. It's becoming just the springtime version of food and wine. Well, right. And, and my to, to wrap this up, when did Flower and Garden stop being a festival? Like this a week year? ago? 
Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. The the, what, what the hell? Yeah. The hell's the point of even saying, oh, um, it's the... Let's make this distinction by having a week well, off, G- giving off. the booth workers a week off or something to clean up and change up the the, the menu for for a minute. Um, I am almost wrapped up. Also, in 2014 is when dining packages were introduced for the Eat to the Beat concert series, uh, meaning that you were um, you could book a dining package, so you would have a dining reservation at a at one of a select restaurant. And you would also be guaranteed seating for the concert of your choice. And then in 2020, when they, when Disney opened back up, that's when they decided because they had to cut, because the pandemic started, I mean, probably like the week after Flower and Garden started. So they shut down. Like, I think they only got like a weekend of Flower and Garden. So they felt like to make up for that, they started... Food and Wine in July, um, July 15th to be exact in 2020, and ran it through it November, which is when it typically ends anyway. And they've apparently just decided that's just going to be the thing now. I really hope that that stops. Because so that's not, not last not, year, and it's happening in this year, where it's starting in July and going through this year's dates. It started today, July 14th. And it will run through November nineteenth. Okay, we say today, of course, the, the today, uh, uh, the the day that we are recording. Yes, uh, the day that you are listening to this is either uh, Monday, which I don't remember what day. Monday. The day that this day. podcast will come out is Monday. Right. Uh, the anyway, let's let, let's 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 talk specifics yes. for for just a second. And if you cannot tell, um, I am very excited. This is like my favorite festival. No, I mean <laughs> Jesus, you rambled for God's sake on, on this history festival. here. I usually like carve out like five minutes or something like that. Here you are, it's like 13. fifteen minutes in, <laughs> still going. And I'm like, there's oh, a lot God. of info though on this one. I, I'm aware, and you interrupted I, me a lot too. To get a word in edgewise, yeah, because mm-hmm. I need like that validation and attention. Okay, uh, continue. So, all right, I, my problem with the Food and Wine Festival is that it's kind of just this thing now where these chefs tend to just try to one-up each other on the weird, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Like, ooh, let's do this with this aioli. And I hate aioli. I think think that that is something... That all listeners by now know. Um, so I, I'm just I'm not a fan. Um, and, and as a result, I'm more of a plain Jane when it comes to food. I am. So to start off with, there's not many booths that I am looking forward to. But I do want to point out too that that I am kind of okay with looking uh, looking forward to a little. One is open as of today. The other will be open, I believe August fifteenth. Is that when the rest of yeah. those open? Yeah. So most of the most of the booths opened as of today, opening day. Um, but there are several that open August fifteenth. I see. I really took it as most of them were 
opening up August 15th and only a handful were opening today. Let me but, see. Let me count how many opened up. You know what? I'm not counting. That's that's just me. I'll, I'll go ahead and start with the, the one that I'm looking forward to probably the most overall, believe it or not, and that's going to be uh, over at the Odyssey Pavilion uh, called the Brew Wing Experience. Um, this is where you can go and drink beer and have chicken wings. And you know what? I like chicken wings. I do. I I... I I don't think that there should be any sort of apology for that, except that it's kind of weird that, you know, God knows how many chickens end up having to die for, you know, the Super Bowl. But, you know, that factoid aside, uh, over at uh, the Brew Wing uh, experience, there's uh, not only the garlic parmesan wings and the traditional buffalo wings, which are probably going to be my two favorite. They have a sriracha lime wing. That just sounds like it's going to hurt. Uh, they also have a dry rub uh, jerk spice wing uh, with papaya chili sauce. That sounds like it's going to hurt worse. Uh, and also they have a sticky wing with peanut butter sauce and grape gel. It does not say peanut butter. <laughs> or peanut sauce? Look, they're trying peanut to do a peanut butter and jelly. Okay, that's what they're trying to do. I mean, yeah, I can see why you would say that, but it does not say peanut butter sauce. Just You're right. I'm sorry. Sauce. I'm trying. I am. I'm trying. I'm trying here. Okay. Uh, the, to go over the beers that they offer, Ivanhoe Brewing, Com- Brewing Company's uh, uh, Pineapple Vibes Blonde Ale. That's uh, actually right down the street from where we live. Uh, Three Daughters Brewery uh, the, out of St. Petersburg. They're offering a watermelon wheat uh, ale. Uh, Central uh, 28 Beer Company, that's going to be out of Delray, Florida. Uh, they offer the Groveland Road Blood Orange IPA, which I, I guess that's where the the, the blood oranges are are, are, are made. Is it's that Delray or DeBerry? It could be DeBerry. I can't. It's a foggy picture, okay? You know what? I just, if you got it in front of you, you know what? You took over. You take over. You take okay, over this. I'm one. sorry. No, 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 I'm just. I don't know. No, no. You, you got it. You got it. You got it. It's cool. I see how it is. Um, I was just. No, continue. No, 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 no continue. No, no, that's fine. Just asking clarifying questions. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. Take over. They also continuing this time getting into the ciders that they have. Um, Bold Rock Honey Crisp Hard Cider, and this is out of Nellie's Ford, Virginia. Uh, Woodchuck Guava, another hard cider out of Middlebury, Vermont. Blake's Hard Cider Company has a strawberry lemonade hard cider, which I am looking forward to. This is out of Armada, Michigan. They have both a beer flight and a cider flight as well. Ah, well, I'm glad that we get to to, to have those. Um, to to finalize the the second booth that I am looking forward to. Uh, it comes as no surprise, guys, that I am looking forward to the mac and cheese booth that uh, is opening up on August 15th. Looks like it's actually going to be over uh, by Mission Space this year, mm-hmm. which makes it even better for, for me, which I can eat some mac and cheese and go stand in line for 10 minutes and get on Mission Space. It'll be great. Um, let's see here. They have a plain mac and cheese that that's probably going to be the winner for me uh but they also have some sort of barbecue mac and cheese where they have burnt in brisket and barbecued uh pork belly and some sort of pickled onion or something i don't know it sounds they also have your favorite in there mm-hmm. what would that be aioli <laughs> stupid fucking aioli i swear <laughs> like, it, 
until someone explains to me what aioli is, I'm going to continue to think that it's a bullshit sauce is what it is. It's bullshit as, as far as I'm concerned. All right. Um, so those are the two that I'm looking forward to. I'm certain that the mac and cheese uh, booth also offers a, a couple of beers and a couple of wines yeah. and stuff like that. I just don't have it in front of me. Uh, I happen to actually remember offhand uh, the, the barbecue uh, mac and cheese and everything. So, um, well, I do have it in front of me if you want me to. Oh, please, God, go <laughs> ahead. Um, they also have a chili cheese, um, mac and cheese that they're gonna have there. Um, and they have 81 Bay Brewing Company's Lemon Hazy IPA that's out of Tampa. They also have a, um, I'm assuming some kind of wine, um, out of Argentina and then a, um, Pinot Noir. Some kind of wine. Yeah, I've never heard of this, so I don't know what it is. What what does it look like? It's Cantina White Clay. I don't know. Never heard of it. I don't know. I'm assuming it's a wine. Okay, fair enough. Um, And then they have a Pinot Noir out of uh, Oregon. Ah, yes, the the famous Oregon... Uh, vineyards. That, that's yes. what I think of when I think of Oregon, <laughs> not Portland and their shitty artisan shops. Um, anyway, um, let's, let's see here. Amanda, you get two booths. I'm discussion. actually, there's not just one specific booth that I'm looking forward to. Well, I'm not. That, you get two booths. You get one booth that opens today, and you get a booth oh that opens on August 15th. I want you to select one of each. Uh, fine. Now you gotta make me go through and look. Okay, so again, I'm prefacing this by saying there is not one or two specific boots. I am there more for specific dishes, but since I have to pick boots, yes, you, I am looking forward to the fry basket, which is one that has opened today. Okay. Um, it is exactly what it says. It is French fries. And anyone who knows me <sighs> knows how much I adore <laughs> and love French fries. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Not, not for nothing. Who hates French fries? Okay. But let's be fair. That was my dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I'm not disputing that. What I what I'm saying though is that, like, if you said, if you said to yourself, "I love French fries," or, like, who the hell does it? Like, yeah, but they're my favorite food. Um, I suppose that, you know that, that's that's fine. <laughs> I, but still, I, I'm I'm just I'm disputing this as a. Who hates French fries? That's all I'm saying. Anyway, I'm, I am specifically looking forward to, and it's one of these. They have a small menu. They've only got two dishes and two drinks. Um, they've got adobo um, yuca fries, and then they've got a fry flight, and that is the one I am looking forward to. Well, yeah, um, and that's the only one that I'm gonna like get from there. But I only want one of them that, that's on the flight. So they have sea salt and malt vinegar fries. That's the one. They've got barbecued bacon fries with smoked aioli. <laughs> That's the reason why I don't want that. They've got 
the one that I am probably looking forward to the most, the third fry in this flight, sweet potato casserole fries with candied pecans, toasted marshmallow cream, and caramel whiskey. I'm sorry. Why do we need Thanksgiving side dish as because a french fry? It's that is like one of the best Thanksgiving side dishes, first of all. Um, and it's so good. It just oh my I, god, that just sounds delicious. Listen, Thanksgiving food is for one day a year for me, and that is Thanksgiving. And that's it. Oh, see, my family though would have sweet potato. Well, we call it I'm sorry, sweet potato. Sweet potato. Yep. Sweet potato, we call it sweet potato souffle. But we would do it at least at Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I didn't realize that the word potato ended with UH. My apologies. Yes, yeah, I've been well, saying that wrong for years. You have. Um, they also have, like I said, they've got two drinks on their menu. They have a salty dog cocktail, which is a vodka um, cocktail with grape juice, ginger, simple syrup, and lime. And then they've got um, a key lime lager from 81 Bay Brewing Company out of Tampa. And then my oh, that that booth guys is over by test track. Oh yes, that right. one is over by test track. Yes. Uh, so um, you know you can eat those French fries and then immediately vomit them up. Well, once you get on onto test track because you know <laughs> all the oil and grease and everything like that. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the next one, my other booth, the one that opens in August on August fifteenth, is going to be. Hawaii. Um, this one's going to be near Port of Entry um, when it opens, which is one of the gift shops when you um, walk into World Showcase coming from the front of the park. Um, it's Again, it's going to be Hawaiian food, so they're going to have a Kahlua pork slider, um, and they're going to have a um, spam dish. Neither one of those I'm looking forward to. I am, however, looking forward to their passion fruit cheesecake. With toasted macadamia nuts. That sounds delicious. Um, as far as drinks go. They're going to have a Kona Brewing Company. Um, Hanalei Island IPA. That's um, out of um, Kalua Kona, Hawaii. And then they're going to have a Florida Orange Groves sparkling pineapple wine. That I am definitely looking forward to. Coming from St. Petersburg, Florida. And then they will also have a cocktail called... Um, Alani Sunrise, vodka, dual pineapple juice, and grenadine. All right. So there you go, guys. Those are our picks for what we were looking forward to trying uh, over at Food and Wine. Uh, it's possible that we can, uh, we might even have like a little bit of a review of some some of this at some point here in the near future. We will see. We're planning on going to the parks here uh, actually this weekend. Uh, no, for for us anyway, to because again we're celebrating our anniversary, and don't forget about that TikTok, guys. It's coming out. Uh, we promised that. Um, so I want to move on to to uh, our, our kind of second half discussion here. Okay, uh, and this is a tough one. I, I think uh, I'm going to ask a really hard question. Um, is Disney trying to kill us? What do you mean? Well, we, we talked a, a few weeks ago about uh, the lack of maintenance that's been going on in the parks, and we've, we've bemoaned that. Uh, mm-hmm. And now it apparently is 
showing up on two different attractions uh, here within the past. Yeah, week. I've, I've um, seen the, seen a couple of TikTok videos. Yeah, one of them is uh, over at Animal Kingdom. And that's on uh, Countdown to Extinction, Dinosaur, whatever you want to call it. I did not see. The uh, Carnotaurus is broken. Yes. Is that the, the one that... Of... The star of the show is Is that broken. the one that I freak out and think yeah. is going to get me every time? I think its head fell off at one point. Is that what... The... So now it's really trying to get me? Yeah. I think its head fell off. So I was I'm right serious. to be scared all those times? Oh, my God. So, apparently it is now just non-functional. Uh, it doesn't even go, it doesn't move its mouth, it, do, it doesn't even move, it just, like, it's there, and then there's strobe lights. So, it's joined the Yeti. I was about to say, so Animal it's become, Yeti. like, the Yeti. It's, it's the prehistoric Yeti, is Yeti. what it's, it's become. Um, and, and so, how the hell do you let the star of the show, like, okay, the Yeti thing, it's been a running joke for a long time, but I at least understand that the reason why they can't repair that is because it, they can't take it apart because it's actually built into the structure of Expedition of right. Yeah. So they're like, they can't just remove it, take it down, retinker with it, or just, yeah, it's it. not that easy. It, it literally has to be like cut out of there with like, you know, fucking, uh, laser saws and shit like that and then you have to patch it up with a steel beam of some kind and you can't do that in a night you can't you can't even do that over a, a like a regular maintenance period you kind of have to do that over months upon months and possibly a year and, and to make sure that that thing doesn't fall down on uh, on it right and it would be a so, long refurb to do that right so it's kind of out uh, as as an option because that's one of the most popular attractions in Animal Kingdom, and it, it's a people eater, is what it is, because God knows how many trains they actually run on that thing. The line for that is generally speaking pretty long, even uh, with the Lightning Lane Fast Pass, all, all, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It is a people eater of an attraction. They cannot afford, oh, especially at that park, to, to lose something like that. Right. Like, especially this time of year, right. during the 50th anniversary, there's no chance in hell of them updating that. Right. Um, now here comes dinosaur having the exact same issue and there's no reason for this. Mm-mm. Somebody needs to get out a fucking can of WD 40 and spray the thing down every now and then. And they need to make sure that the electronic pack is working and they need to make sure that yeah. the dinosaurs don't run rampant. You know, <laughs> we, we saw this movie. It was called Jurassic park. Okay. Like we don't, don't let that happen in reality. Right. That's all I'm saying. So, I mean, Amanda, do you have any thoughts on the, 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 did the Carnotaurus? You, did you see the one? And I, okay, look, I freak out on that ride every single time I ride it. Like, I know, I know, like, logically, that the dinosaur is not going to get me. I don't know that anymore now. Um, no, you should know it even more now because it's stationary. Yeah. It doesn't even move. Well. It just has a strobe light. Okay. So at this point, you're being scared of a strobe. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how I feel, you know, if we write it again at this point. Um, fair enough. At least um, we weren't on it when the head fell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually would have enjoyed that. 
I would have enjoyed. I would have just cried. That. I probably <laughs> would not be writing that right again if I'd been on it. I, I, I absolutely would be. Um, that's that, but that's just me because I feel like uh, anytime, anytime that uh, an attraction breaks down so badly that a freaking animatronics head falls off, I that's that's when I want. To now. The one that the ride that I've Hold been on. seeing. Oh, I'm okay. getting it. I'm getting to it. Yeah. I didn't realize well, you were doing let me it, let me yeah. throw it over to you. Okay. I know okay. which one we're, you're going with. Okay. And it's in desperate need of maintenance and desperate need of a refurb. It's one that's uh, a refurbishment has been recently announced, and that would be Splash Mountain over at uh, at Magic Kingdom for I believe the second time in like the last couple of months and the third time within the last calendar year, a boat has sunk. A to boat. The, to the point where people were literally having to get out of the boat in the middle of the ride. Like there's no cast member telling them to get out. Like their boat was literally sinking. So they were having to get up and get out course people who are behind them have no clue what's happening so they're yelling at them thinking that they're going to get the ride stopped well yeah because their boat's sinking like what yeah do you i would hope do? that they would stop the ride at that point like their their boat was going underwater like oh it, it's it's not that splash mountains that deep obviously. i know i think i read it was like two it's like two feet deep which right that's not the point though <laughs> the point is is that Boats are fucking sinking in this uh, on this attraction. Just imagine if that was happening on Pirates. When I ride Splash Mountain, I should not like. Yes, yes, you are told that you quite possibly will get wet on that ride. That is not what they should mean, though. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't want to go swimming on Splash. And Mountain. listen, uh, they keep telling me my iPhone is is waterproof. I'm not putting that to the test. Right? Not like that. You know, the, not for nothing. I, I, I okay. I hope that they take it down for maintenance after this weekend because I want to want write it one last time uh, as it stands. Um, oh, I will risk life and limb uh, and drowning. Sorry, I just know our history with stuff. Like this. Yeah, well, no, we're going to be on the boat that sinks. Um, oh my god! And if that, oh god, if that happens. Uh, that will, guys, that will make my year. If not my life, uh, if if we are on a boat that sinks at, on Splash Mountain, on Splash Mountain, I, I will be so hyped up. I will be on this podcast. You guys, you guys, you guys, guess what? I was on a boat that we sank. may record like that night. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. We one hundred percent will. I'll be on uh, on WESH News, like talking smack uh, about how we almost died. Uh, on, oh on this my track. god! Then that stupid bear wouldn't shut up. Oh, it would be terrible. Um. Anyway, Briar uh, Patch. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I love Disney. But, we know this. Yes. But dear God, why, 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 why are we letting the rides get to this point? I know exactly why. And this is the third and final uh, attraction that uh, I think is going to kill me, but it's going to kill me for a different reason. Um, Okay. And and it's because 
somehow, some way, I'll get dragged on this again, and I'll fall asleep on this attraction again, and I'll miss the whole point of this update thing. But Carousel of Progress has received an update, you guys. You know what they did? The tiniest they updated, of updates. They updated the outfits on the final scene. That's what they did. They put on a progress text sweater or sweatshirt, hoodie, whatever you want to call it, on the daughter. Because uh, apparently she's going to the School of Urban Planning. I, I don't get that one. Uh, I don't recall her ever mentioning on, on on the attraction that she was looking forward to that. The dad uh, has a uh, My Food Rocks mm-hmm. uh, apron it's now, apron. which is a reference to Food Rocks. The uh, I mean, I appreciate the deceased. reference there. But it's from an attraction that, that if you want to make this like, a future attraction, right. uh, you know, why are you referencing a, a also, show from 1987? Like, why, why? Why did we wait this long to reference that show? I, that's my point. <laughs> it's, been, it's been 25 years, 35 years since this, Food Rocks was relevant. Why is that now on this guy's apron? I, I don't understand it. Um, there, there's also like a, like a, a quarter zip polo uh, that somebody's wearing that, that kind of looks like some sort of attraction logo of some kind. It's just, I, I'm really not sure what it is. It's just some uh, outfit but, changes. It look, but this one looks like it's something. Uh, like it has something to do with like Mount, uh, like Expedition Everest or something like that. I, I don't. Oh know. yeah, I can't remember what the logo is either. I know what you're talking about. Um, that that's the son. But if you look at the son close up, he looks like the dad because he looks like he's 45 years old. As he, you know, actually he should be older than that. As a matter of fact, um, <laughs> he should be, you know, in his I don't know hundreds at this point. Grandma and grandpa should be dead. The same. <laughs> So should Rover. No, nothing. To, uh, listen, I want the dogs to live forever and everything too. Don't get me wrong, but come on now. Uh, that, that's a little bit ridiculous there with, with that. Um, and th- I don't think that they've even updated it so that it's Alexa uh, that sets the oven to to 950 degrees or whatever. You know, that's the disappointing part. At least then they would have been pointing out real life animatronics and or well, real life have a uh, deal- technology. Don't they have a deal with Apple? So wouldn't it be Siri? Even then, that's fine. I don't think they actually have that deal with Apple, but uh, I mean, they but they do a lot with. Well, yeah, because Steve Jobs used to be on the board. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. So, like, I feel like yeah. they would use Siri, not. I do as well, but I think that if Apple was ever going to enter into a sponsorship, it would have been at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Maybe just so that Samsung didn't take that. There we go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> ah that, was, that was clever. No, it wasn't. Who am I kidding? Um, so, but that was the big news coming out uh, 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 here for the last week. I actually had to like dig a little to go. Wait, a boat sank on on Splash Mountain? I saw it on TikTok, and it was like I watched the video that somebody took of the boat. They were in the boat behind. The one that was sinking. And it was just like. Like you could see the boat. Legit going underwater. Yeah. 
these people were having like they had no choice but to climb out onto the side of the attraction no clue how the you know how cast members i mean there i know there's cameras in the attraction so you know that's how cast members are getting alerted but dear god like <sighs> yeah so uh, listen disney's clearly not back to full staff they just aren't uh, and I, I guess you could color count that as the reason why rides or uh, lines are moving inefficiently um but one thing that they have continuously failed to do for the past oh i don't know since they reopened seven eight years now is hire guys who can fix these rides and maintain them and replace the belts and lube up the the wheels and, and it's only gotten worse post-pandemic Exactly, because they laid off, instead of hiring a bunch of people to actually do refurbishments while they had that golden opportunity to refurbish anything and everything that they could have wanted to for four months, instead of hiring up and and saying, let's take this time to to fix everything that, that we can so that we don't have down periods of attractions moving forward. And if so, we find something uh, wrong with the attraction, we don't have to reopen that one uh, immediately after the pandemic. We can just continue to fix it. That would have been the sensible thing to do. Instead, they cut maintenance jobs. They, they're they relying on these things not falling apart. And all these attractions, by the way, you don't think of Splash Mountain being that old, but it is thirty years old. It is. It Splash Mountain opened in the in the early nineteen ninety two. Yeah, I mean, you know, and yes, we are. You know, us millennials like to think of the nineties as ten years ago. It's not. But it's, it's not. not. So. I mean, reality is, it's not. It's thirty. Um, you know, so these rides have got to, even dinosaur. Yeah, that, came, I mean, that was an opening day attraction that was, in and that, and that opened in 1998. But, again, how does a dinosaur head fall off? You know, there's been a lot of... And maybe it's the, the, the higher presence because you cannot go into that damn theme park without your phone being out 24-7 on you. Anymore because of the the lightning lane and needing uh, and genie plus and all all that shit. It, maybe it's because we're all paying attention more to our cell phones, more and more now. But how many times have you seen of late where the 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 furry the mascot or whatever um, had a malfunction uh, yeah. with their wardrobe? I think a lot of this, you know, a lot of it is also the rise of social media. Um, and yeah, the, fact the beast's that, head fell off. Yes. And we've seen, but what I'm saying is, is we're, we see it a lot more now because social media just keeps getting more and more popular and yep. people are posting more and more. Um, but you're right. It's because we constantly have our phones out because Disney has made it to where we have to constantly have our phones out. And let me say this. As a teacher in... This technology-driven world where I teach at a school in a district where all of my students are provided laptops by the district one-to-one. And I've taught in, you know, districts like this for several years where the district provides them with iPads or laptops or whatever. Um, 
my kids will literally beg for days where they don't have to use their technology because it becomes so overwhelming. There are that Apple thing every Sunday that it delivers where it tells you your screen time for Mm -hmm. your average screen time for the day scares me. Yeah, it does. And listen, I have mine open because uh, a lot longer than most people do because I'm using it for my uh, vehicle GPS and and I'm responding to emails and I'm using it for my job. But when my day is, you know, nine hours a day with that phone on, that's terrifying (laughs) to to a degree. And yes, it, it absolutely is. GPS is the number one, or Waze is the number one app that, that I'm using. And the number two app that I'm using is email for, right. for this. Make no mistake. But, but none, nonetheless, it's it's a lot of time that I spend on that phone. And now I've got, you know, with TikTok and with, you know, Instagram reels and all that stuff. If I'm able to capture one of these moments, like, you know, like Beast's head falling off or Minnie's pants falling down or, you know, because that was one like two months ago over at Disneyland, I think. Um, yeah, I remember that one. You know, that that's the opportunity of a lifetime because then all of a sudden they start following the, the channel and that, you know, breeds us into becoming content creators hmm. uh, for potentially for a living. Oh, I will God, say I this. Wait for that to happen. I mean, I will say this as a former cast member, I am very conscious about the stuff that goes into our social media, especially the the ones that I am in charge of putting the content up well, for. So Instagram. Oh no, it won't be Amanda who posts Beast's head falling off. Of the um. Movie. Yeah. Um. So I don't post anything that would um ruin the integrity um of. I will. A character or anything um or quite possibly put anybody in any cast members a job on the line um this is something you know first of all i wouldn't do it anyway but even as a former cast member um this is something that you know is kind of drilled into your head uh at traditions you know the the just keeping that integrity and the magic alive and you know so don't don't look if, if you see something on one of our social media channels that shows something like that, please know that that was not me that posted it. That was Bobby. And I had no say in it. I didn't even know he posted it. (laughs) It'll be be me trying to, to, to monetize uh, our TikTok is is what it was. And I will be probably yelling at him for it. So you won't when the check comes in. I mean, she's giving you the evil look. Cause I'm not, The integrity of of all of this is super important to me. Integrity, schmegrity. I love how that's you, how I respond to that. <laughs> yeah, I also love how like people just rhyme shit with and just put a schma at, at the beginning of it as, as if that is so dismissive. Yeah, I, I don't understand the, the English language <laughs> sometimes, guys. The, the, I have a big sticking point on uh, the phrase uh, "whoopsie daisy." Uh, because th- if you break that that phrase down, what does that phrase say? Mistake, mistake flower. flower. <laughs> mistake flower, guys. And why are we coming up with whoopsie and daisy as the combination? Personally, my favorite, uh, I, I guess synonym 
version of this is Blunder Carnation. It's probably that sounds way better. Does it not? Blunder Carnation. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, so speaking of social media and all the things uh, yes. the where you know people capture Disney trying to kill us on. Um, Amanda, we are yes. on uh, are, social media. We Tell are. Us about it. We are on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest at Cynics on Disney. We are also on Facebook and Twitter at Cynical Disney. And if you de- definitely the the first source of, of Beast's head falling off, that's going to be on Facebook or Twitter. It'll eventually make its way over to TikTok and no, Instagram it won't. And all that. Yes, it will. No, I'll it figure won't. out that login password. It will not. I will it's, it's delete a, it in a heartbeat. I know what our passwords are. I will delete just like it everybody else does. So, anyway, um, so yes, but make sure that you check us out on social media. Also, guys, uh, uh, make sure that you're checking out NotClub33.com, the sponsor of this here podcast. Uh, make sure that you're looking at the latest and greatest articles and updates, not limited to, but certainly including. The Notcast, which during the summertime is being released once every couple of weeks, uh, and that's it. The latest episode came out on uh, this past Friday on our actual anniversary, uh, where whereby uh, we uh, discussed, you know, the certain uh, travel tips uh, and uh, and such. Um, Becky's got stepped on a, a couple of times because we all took two. And that's, you know what, that's just what we do. I'm, I'm sorry. Poor Becky. Poor, poor Becky. Yeah. I, I, but also, like, be more original. Duh. God. You know. I'm kidding. Love you, Bex. Um, so, make sure that you're checking out NotClub33.com and The Notcast, which is released every other Friday right now at 4 p.m. Magic Kingdom time or East Coast time to all of you California people. When you are uh, finished listening to us, guys, make sure to go to whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on and give us a five-star rating and a review. If you could, please, it helps us get ourselves out there to a wider and broader audience. Thanks to all the algorithms and everything like that, Uh, specifically over at Apple Podcasts. It would be genuinely appreciated. So please do check us out there. In the meantime, guys, thank you so much for listening and putting up with us. Uh, We will have a full review and report of you know several things happening uh over at the magic kingdom for sure probably another park as well uh here in the next couple weeks so make sure that you're tuning in for that and until next time guys have yourselves a magical magical fucking day